Hello, welcome to the latest edition of the OK Preps Extra podcast. I'm Patrick Prince, joined as always by high school sports editor Barry Lewis. And Barry Lewis, we're finally here. It's finally game week. Um, we had our high school special section come out Sunday, a lot of great stuff. It's all online right now for everybody to take a look. Uh, let's talk about your rankings for a little bit, Barry. Um, six and one is, is really interesting. You know, for many, many years, it was kind of Jinx Union and everybody else. Uh, even though Jinx has won the last two, there's there's a lot of competition. Uh, you've got them, Jinx, Union, Bixby, Owasso. So let's break down these rankings a little bit. Why Jinx number one? Why Jinx number one? Uh, why not Jinx number one? Because <laughs> any one of those top three or four could be number one. But um, as I wrote in the preview, um, Jinx was a little miffed last year. <laughs> Understandably so, why... They weren't ranked a little higher, not just by me, but by everybody during the preseason. After having won the state title, they didn't think they got their respect. Remember last year at this time, everyone was raving about Owasso, thinking they were a juggernaut. And um, But so this year I decided, why not Jenks? They've won two state titles in a row. They're loaded coming back. They've got a lot coming back. Um, although they had a lot of drama in the quarterback with the quarterback situation in the offseason. But regardless of who's the quarterback, and I think they are in good hands with Ike Owens, that uh, I think, why not Jenks? Jenks has as good a chance if, uh, as anybody. They're the defending champion. And um, I liked Jenks Trojans uh, to prevail, but it's, it's going to be a great scramble and a lot of fun to watch. Did you hear from Jenks fans last year before you, like when you had them not number one? Oh, yes, in a good way. Yeah. And also the players had mentioned about lack of respect. I mean, in a good way. It was all sure, good. Yeah. And, um, um, and I appreciate a healthy debate. <laughs> and again, like any one of these three teams could be number one. Uh, but uh, I, you have to, I'm not going to pick a three-way tie. So I'm going with Jenks as, as number one, as defending champion. So union number two. Explain union number two. Union number two, they were my preseason number one last year. While, while a lot of people were going with Owasso last year, I sort of went against the grain last year with Union. And I think, and they had a great season. They got back to the state championship game for the first time in four years, but they just uh, didn't finish it off in the second half against Jenks. And I think this Union team is better going into the season than Union was last year. So I think this is an improved Union team. And of course, they have the rare treat of having a sophomore quarterback who has already won a state championship, that being Shaker Isaac, who was mm -hmm. at Jinx last year, and now he's at Union. And Union does have a lot of quarterback depth. So, and they, they're loaded at all positions. So Union in some ways looks an even better team than last year. And so it was hard not to pick them number one, but, um, um, and they definitely could win it all. So I think uh, I was impressed by Union last week in the Gridiron Classic, Stan Martin Gridiron Classic, as they rallied against Bentonville. And um, Union looks ready for another big run. Does anything concern you about Union? Any 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 holes anywhere? I don't think so. It, um, that's why I think Union, uh, they've got as good a shot as anybody. Uh, they look solid all around. Um, now you never, I mean, this is really nitpicky. You never know until you get the kicker under pressure situation, but they'll have a new kicker this year. Who's never kicked under the Friday night lights. Mm -hmm. So, uh, 
I don't anticipate that being a problem, but you never know until you get that clutch kick. And Union had an experienced kicker going into last year, and that turned out to be valuable because a field goal in overtime won the game against Owasso, which I think really set the tone for the rest of the season for Union. Uh, you got Bigsby third, their first season in 6A1. I want you to break down them a little bit. Yes, again, Bixby, so hard to pick against a team that's won 49 in a row, uh, albeit at 6A2, but they've shown they can beat 6A1 teams. They beat, they've beaten Jinx the last few years. So Bixby just loaded pretty much. Quarterback uh, situation, don't know who will be the primary quarterback. Maybe they'll, it looks like right now it's shaping up to be, they'll have um, two quarterbacks sharing the duties like they did last year. Wide mess with success. That worked out pretty well for him last year with a, a passing quarterback and a running quarterback. Although the quote running quarterback, Connor Kirby has definitely shown he can pass. Mm-hmm. So, but Austin Havens uh, has been starting the past two years for Owasso now over at Bixby. Uh, it's he's got that 6A1 experience, so that's valuable too. So, of course, they don't have Braylon Presley. There's the question mark, I guess, because Braylon Presley's Braylon Presley, and uh, he's the state player of the year the last two years. And uh, even though they're loaded all the positions, and um, they don't have that dynamic electrifying state player of the year anymore. Yeah. So that's the only thing I can. Uh, I have a question mark against Bixby besides just having to play against 6A1 competition week in and week out, but they're as well-prepared to make this transition than anybody. Yeah. Is, is that kind of why you gave Union the nod at number two over Big Speed 3, or, or were there some other factors? That's that's the reason. I mean, again, it's just a very slight nod. You, Jenks over Union, Union over Big Speed, because any, I feel I would – I could make a strong argument for any of the three for them winning a state title. And then that brings us to Owasso. Yep. Number four, Owasso. See, Owasso, last last year, everyone loved Owasso in the preseason. Well, I guess I didn't love them as much as some people, but uh, because I didn't pick them number one. And um, they looked really great on paper last year. Bell's... some people may not be giving Owasso as much credit as they deserve. And, uh, but you can never count out a Bill Blankenship coach team. There's a reason why he's won so many state championships. Right. And Owasso, they've still got that championship mentality. And I think they underachieved just a little bit last year uh, because so the expectations were so high going in. And they were really close to going undefeated last year. All three of the games they lost – they easily could have won, but the little thing, they didn't do the little things and that wound up costing them. They finished third in the district and wound up losing the quarterfinals to Broken Arrow. But if it, um, there was just a fine line between being really great and losing in the quarterfinals. So this year, uh, they're a little bit under the radar, even though they've got the number one player in the all world rankings, Cole Adams, mm-hmm. uh, but they're, they're flying a little bit under the radar. And so uh, uh, I think they could, they definitely are capable of surprising some people. Uh, we'll see starting Thursday night with the, in the Battle of the Burbs against Bixby. That's right. Season kicks off in earnest. So if any one of these four teams wins a state title, that's not going to surprise you. They're all they're all right there together, right? Not at all. I mean, I would be surprised if a West team won. I would say that, even though I think Mustang and then Santa Fe are de- definitely got some intriguing potential. But the fact that a West team hasn't won since 1995. So if a West team were to break through, now that would surprise me. And uh, Broken Arrow, they're a team that's very intriguing to me because 
Um, they lost two great players, graduated two great players from last year's team, Morion Horn and RJ Spears Jennings. So how do they replace them? They may not have like any superstar players on that level, but they've got some standouts with the offensive lineman, Jamison Mejia and linebacker Dietrich Moore, uh, who will be playing, they both will be playing major college football. And I think they've got a lot of good players. So again, they're, they're under the radar and they could surprise some people too. Let's talk about 5A for a second, Barry. You've got uh, Booker T. Washington, number one uh, in the rankings and um, admittedly, you know, far more than me about this. That that seems a little high to me. What justify your pick? Could be a little high. 6A2 is definitely wide open after uh, Bixby's departure. But um, Booker T. is a team that can't really afford any injuries to key players. And that's been sort of a problem in recent years. They don't have a lot of depth, but if I would love to see what they can do, if like with every team, I would love to see everyone stay healthy. I think and oh, if, sorry. All, if all their key players stay healthy, I think they have the capability to win it all. Uh, Lathan Boone, he's an underrated quarterback. Uh, he's I really he's underrated basketball player too. Good two sport athlete and. Um, Lathan Boone and Micah Tease, I think that's a really exciting pass-receiving combination, as they showed at Bixby last week, as our new colleague Dean Rule wrote about. Uh, it was not a great night for Booker T otherwise, because Bixby defeated them pretty handily, but of course, Bixby's Bixby. But uh, those two were impressive, and I think Booker T's got some really good talent, just don't have a lot of depth, but if they can stay healthy... Why not Booker T? They are the only other team to have won in the 6A2 gold ball in the past eight year, ever since it's only eight years old. So why not Booker T? But then Stillwater and Choctaw, I really liked what I saw from both of those teams last week at the uh, at the Jenks Trojan preview. And I, I will have to say, I admit, I'm going to stand by Booker T as number one, but I did make... <laughs> That the rankings because of our deadlines, I made the pick before see, seeing Stillwater and Choctaw at the Trojan preview, and so I'm thinking very highly of Stillwater, extra highly of Stillwater and Choctaw. They both are definitely capable of winning a state title. Uh, Stillwater is really, even though it was hard to gauge Stillwater's offensive capability last week because they ran just such a vanilla offense, not wanting to give anything away, understandably in a preseason scrimmage, um, but. I really liked what I saw from them. Jacoby Sanders is just awesome on the offensive line. They got a really good running back. Even they knew they knew no Roberts was coming. Choctaw really couldn't stop them. And then uh, Choctaw, they've got one of the state's best quarterbacks, uh, Steele Wassell. And um, they looked they looked really good. So any one of those three teams, I think, uh, I would not be surprised if they won the gold ball. But then again, you might have a team like Deer Creek who snuck up on everyone and they got into the championship game last year. So don't overlook them. I think when I entered this, I, I called it 5A. Obviously, we're talking about 6A too. That, that was awful nice of you to not correct me, Barry. But uh, just, just for the record, I know the difference between 6A2 and 5A. Uh, all right, let's drop down to 3A a little bit. A uh, lot of intrigue with local teams in 3A. Uh, you've got Vertigris number one, Lincoln Christian number two, uh, who they've lost twice in two years, Lincoln Christian. Um, kind of talk about that a little bit. Vertigris one, Lincoln Christian two. How'd that break down? Well, it was a coin flip almost between those two because either one of them could easily be number one. 
Uh, just on a hunch, I'm going with Verdigris. So like I just had a hunch about Union last year, which almost came true in 6A1. I've got that same hunch because uh, a lot of people were down on Union going into last year. I think I rated them higher than most people. But anyway, getting back to 3A this year, just a hunch about Verdigris. They really seem poised to take it to the ne that next step. They've been to the semifinals for the first time in their school history twice in the last three years. They've got all this experience, really good players who are now in their fourth year of starting. They've got so much experience. They've got, there are no really weaknesses on the team. So why not Vertigris? Uh, I think it was a big step for them to beat Holland Hall in the regular season last year, although Holland Hall got them back in the playoffs. Uh, so I think Vertigris is really ready to take that next step. This is the year for them to do it. This is the window of opportunity there. And I just think that it's poised to be a special year for them to at least get to the state championship game. Lincoln Christian looks loaded as always. <laughs> I mean, they're on an incredible run. What a program they have. I could have easily picked them number one. Uh, and now again, I went back and forth on this because it, it would have been a safer pick to pick Lincoln Christian since they've been to the championship game three years in a row. They have um, with one gold ball and two runner-up finishes, but, uh, and they easily could be. They've got everyone coming back except at quarterback where Mac, virtually everyone coming back. And again, we're talking about quite a few guys who've been three-year starters. Mm -hmm. um, of course, Max Brown, incredible talented quarterback last year. That's why he's at the University of Florida with the Gators playing SEC football. I forgot about that. So that's going to be, uh, that's a big loss for them. But um, Lincoln Christian just keeps on coming up with great quarterbacks um, throughout their, throughout the school's history. And there's no, and uh, so Luke Milligan got a lot of reps last year because Lincoln played so many routes. He got a lot of playing time in. And I think uh, he is well suited to be next in the long line of really good Lincoln Christian quarterbacks. No pressure there, but yeah. the expectations are high and they've returned a lot of starters otherwise. So they look loaded. Barry, is there one player in the area you're maybe looking forward to seeing more than anybody else? I guess the aforementioned quarterback uh, at Lincoln Christian, Luke Milligan, uh, just see how he, if he can continue along those long line of really excellent Lincoln Christian quarterbacks. Because when you think of it, Lincoln Christian has produced two major college quarterbacks in the last six years, or they've had two, two of their quarterbacks have been recruited as, as quarterbacks for a power five school in the last six years. And that's quite a feat for a 318. Sure. Any team, any team, but especially 3A. Um, so um, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, um, I just, there's a lot, Dietrich Moore at Broken Arrow, look to see, I think he's got a lot of potential. He just was cleared to play. He uh, suffered as, um, an injury late last season. And I think if Broken Arrow might've, that might've been the difference in Broken Arrow not getting to the championship game last year if he would have been healthy for the playoffs, but he's a leader defensively for Broken Arrow and uh, excited that he's back healthy and ready to go in. It'll also be, I'm curious to see Shaker Reisig, see how he makes the transition from Jenks to Union. 
And DJ McKinney, that's a player that I wrote about at last week's Gridiron Classic at Union that uh, I've heard he's had, you know, he's had a lot of potential the last two years, but I, for whatever reason, I don't think he'd been used or it just his full, we hadn't seen his full potential and everything he could do at Booker T. Washington the last two years. And so he made the decision. They moved to um, Union uh, after last season. He saw what Jaden Carroll did. And I, um, we saw what Jaden Carroll did for Jinx last year. We'll wind up with a gold ball because I think the, somewhat similar. I don't think Jaden Carroll, he had good years at Booker T, but nothing like what he did was able to show last year at Jenks besides winning the gold ball. So I think DJ McKinney saw that. And it was really exciting to see a glimpse of that last week yeah. at Union because we've heard about all about his potential. And now we got to see it last week. So Battle of the Burbs, Thursday night. Who you got and why? Oh, I hadn't decided yet. I'm going to guess I'm going to go with I think I've changed my mind. I was going to go with the Wasa, but now I'm going to go with Bixby just because can't go I'm in this case I can't go against the team that's won 49 in a row. So that's the deciding factor. I don't think I it's been a long time since I've picked against Bixby. And so I guess I'm going to keep going with Bixby. Hey, why not? They, they got it rolling. Uh, Barry, there's a few things before we get out of here that you wanted to uh, mention. So why don't you go ahead and mention a couple of things you talked about? Yes. Number one, thank you to all the coaches and student athletes who participated in our annual fall photo day last week at Memorial. And thank you for Memorial for hosting. Uh, appreciate that very much. And uh, we look forward to having our winter sports photo day. Uh, time and date to be announced in October. So thanks for all those who participated last week. Um, also, we're starting our athletes, our player of the week uh, for all fall sports next week. And so please submit your nominations to me um, at uh, barry.lewis at tulsaworld.com. Our Bryce McKinnis will be handling the uh, uh, fall sports. You can... Um, of course, the fall sports, the non-revenue sports at bryce.mckinnis at tulsaworld.com. You can also send those nominations to him. Um, so please send, send those nominations in. And also please submit your score, call in your scores or send them in by email. Um, no matter what fall sport you are, um, all coaches, please send them to sports at tulsaworld.com or you can email them to me and I'll get them to where they need to go. Uh, or you can call us at... Uh, 918-581-8355. Do it the old-fashioned way. But uh, email's great if you want to do it that way. And uh, we want your scores. So it's that time of the year. And we also um, encourage all football coaches to submit their stats to us. And Patrick, you can speak a little bit about more about the details on that, what they need to do. Yeah, they can email me. Uh, it's patrick.prince at tulsaworld.com. Uh, basically, each coach has their own sign-in, which if you don't have one or you've forgotten how to do it, uh, please reach out to me and we can get you set up. Uh, it's one of those things, it's not, it's a little tricky to kind of get started, but once you get started, it's, it's, it's not that complicated. So uh, reach out to me with any questions. Uh, any issues and we can get you going on that. Yeah, I'd love to have your stats. Our, our stats display at all times on our website. So when we don't have updated stats, it doesn't, 
you know, it, we, we want as complete a stat package as we can. So uh, enter your stats, reach out for, to us for help. And uh, yeah. Anything else on your mind, Barry? I just want to remind everyone to uh, uh, pick up a print edition every day or uh, look up okpreptsextra.com because we've got great high school content every day. Yep. Uh, so Barry and I are filming this on Tuesday. We're going to do Mondays going forward, right, Barry? That's what we decided. Yes. Uh, so we'll be looking out for us on Mondays. We'll be uh, with you once a week. You can download us for free uh, at Apple, Spotify, or Google. And of course, uh, we appreciate you joining us. And Barry, we'll catch up next week. Sounds good.